Hello, folks. Welcome to the Thursday Transform Our World Bay Area Noontime Prayer Call on Thursday, the day that Jesus was in the garden travailing at noon, which uh, is what uh, uh, Albert's going to remind us of which hour of prayer this is. We pray every day for miracles and transformation. And it's God's time for you. Who just joined us? Nancy Harden. Oh, man. Oh, man, folks. Folks, it is transform our world. And the word of the Lord for you is you are not alone. Transform our world because it's not your world. It's not my world. It's not. It's our world. When we pray, we pray, our Father who art in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what Transform Our World is all about. It's about fulfilling the mandate the Lord gave us. We got saved not so we could sit on our butts on Sunday and try to survive Monday through Saturday and hopefully that we, get to he- we make it to heaven. No way. We got saved to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Eternal life is not something you lay hold of when you die. Eternal life is a life that gets imparted into you through the power of the Holy Spirit right now. And we are more than overcomers, and we partner with him to disciple nations, oh, to change the world, to make the world a better place, to eliminate systemic poverty. That is what Transform Our World is all about. That is this whole vision that was in the heart of God uh, from before the foundations of the world. And we are so honored to uh, partner with Dr. Ed Silvoso, who is my spiritual father, who is the, 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 the leader of this movement. Uh, hallelujah. God is good. We've been based in the Bay Area for 38 years and working all over the globe. Next year is the 30th anniversary of, of a breakthrough in Argentina that was the prototype to prove to the world that a city can be transformed. Not only mm. can we reach the individuals, we can change the city. We can eliminate systemic poverty. We don't have to just run around alleviating the trying to uh, alleviate the symptoms we can change the system glory to god we can make it hard to go to hell from the bay area and that's what we're all about oh man glory to god here's what's going to happen uh albert is going to sound the shofar and then we are going to pray for uh michael griffiths and i'm going to share with you the theme for today and then we're going to go from there jim dungan jim did I pronounce your last name right? I didn't. Jim, get ready to go. You're going to be praying. How do you say it? Degnan. Degnan. Yes. Degnan. Jim, get ready to go. You are going to get a Holy Ghost power of prayer when you start praying for Michael Griffiths healing. And Nancy, you're going to pray for Michael Griffiths too. We are also Amen. going to pray for, the, for, for Nancy Harden's friend Beverly who is on the front lines ministering to the refugees uh, who are part of the border crisis. Well, the border is one issue of uh, the refugees from a drug war crisis in Latin America. Oh, man, glory to God. And, folks, we are going to press in. All right, Albert, sound the shofar because the 
spirit of I will send Elijah and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers before that great and dreadful day of the Lord. Oh, man. Glory to God. He is going to pour out Hallelujah. on all flesh. And the word of the Lord is that you are Elijah. He is Elijah. We are Elijah. The Lord is sending us with the spirit of, of repent to prepare the way for Jesus is coming. And he's turning the hearts of the children to share with you about the dreadful day of the Lord. But I tell you, come on Thursday or join the Transform Our World movement because you shouldn't get your news only from the enemy because we're telling you that, yes, it is dreadful. You all know that. But it is also glorious. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. It was a dreadful day when Jesus was crucified. It was horrible. Forces of darkness were all over. But I tell you, it was a glorious day because he drank the cup in full. And what looked like it was so dreadful was the darkness before the dawn because it paved the way for Pentecost, which changed the world. And I tell you, God is going to finish what he began. And we are in the beginning of the greatest move of God ever, full stop. Hallelujah. He is completing what we read about, recorded, the beginning of, in the book of Acts. Oh, hallelujah. And if you research history, and if you just look around you with the eyes of faith, Oh, you can see that it is happening right now. We are not waiting for it. Oh, we are in the beginning of it. Hallelujah. And we're crying out, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. That wait is a hopeful expectation, knowing that he's in charge. He is leading me, and as I follow him, he is going to come through. It might look dark right now, but it's all changing. Oh, man, hallelujah. Sound that so far. Hallelujah. Father, we welcome you, King of glory, into this wonderful time of day, this wonderful time to pray. It is the sixth hour of prayer here on the West Coast, the hour of your vision. Even as Pastor Ted prayed, Father God, well, let us see your vision. Welcome, King of glory. Hallelujah. Great are you, Lord. And you are great to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, folks, I speak a word over you. The Lord has his very best for you. His very best. I am on site downtown San Jose at California. Man, and this guy, I thought I was buying a car, but I was coming to share the word of the Lord to tell him that he is a marketplace Mm. minister to affirm what it is. Oh, man. I humbled myself before the Lord. I said, it's not about me. And I went to a Toyota. I went to uh, uh, the fancy place, uh, Mercedes of, I won't say where it was, because I'm not going to give a good review, but it was a Mercedes dealer. And uh, looked at a Honda. It was a great car. Um, had low mileage. Very practical. But, you know, I had to humble myself because there was no spark in it. And, you know, a 2004 Honda is very practical, but, uh, you know, it's a little old. 
But I just said, it's not about me, Lord. It's about you. It's about growing up. It's about being a dad. You know, this car will last forever. We spent an hour and a half, took it to our mechanic. He gave it a clean bill of health. You know, we didn't get everything we wanted, but we gave them what they asked for it. And right after we signed the agreement that we were going to purchase it, they told us that uh, they had been talking to somebody else who had a reserve on the car, and we had to wait 15 minutes to see if that person wanted it or not, and then they would accept our offer. And I'm like, you know, um, that's not negotiating in good faith. And... uh, but we blessed them and left. We figured it was all about us meeting that salesperson so we could share about Jesus, so we could tell this young man that we've been married 23 years and we've got four kids and it just gets better. So we blessed him and moved on. And the Lord brought me here so that I could bring the kingdom of God. I'm in downtown at California. This guy has five-star reviews, all of them, all of his reviews, and I can tell you he is an honest guy, but I'm speaking this out prophetically because the Lord wants to take your old ministry and he wants to give you an upgraded, new, beautiful ministry, and I'm seeing a fleet of cars. This is Carfornia. This, it, it is time for all of you to have your ministry upgraded. I just declare this over you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Signs, wonders, and miracles. He is giving you a vehicle that you need to get from A to B that is going to be very, very reliable, that is going to have his touch upon it. And the color of my car, Albert, guess what color it is. You're going to nail it first try. That is correct. It is gold. Can you imagine it? The Lord's given me a gold car. I thought it was gold. (laughs) That is awesome. That is awesome. I was thinking white, but I, I don't know. Michael Griffin no, no, no. Wow. Folks, this is so prophetic. And I'm looking at a fleet of beautiful cars, and this guy's the real deal. How do you find an honest car dealer? He gave, I mean, yeah. I'm saying the Lord <laughs> led me here. It was so beautiful. And I'm not cursing mm-hmm. car dealers. I'm just saying that this part, I'm saying that these fleet of cars that I'm looking at are all going to go out. And I'm going to pray over this guy's business. I'm going to give him a copy of Anointed for Business. And his business is going to be blessed. I tell you, he's a deal. He has a heart. This girl came in, and she had an Audi 5 or something like that, and it had transmission issues. She went to the dealer, and the dealer said 5500 to fix the transmission. She's like, I can't afford that, so I've got to trade it in and buy a new car. And she came. She couldn't go to the dealer. She came here. She came in and out. This guy noticed that price was really concerning for her. She was on her car with her friend. She was on her phone with her friend. She was trying to get the, you know, trying to figure it out. And he says, "Listen, uh, fifty-five hundred to fix the transmission. Uh, don't tell anybody about this. Um, but I can get my mechanic to do it for uh, seventeen hundred, and I'll pass it on at cost just to bless you because I don't want to take your money. He could have taken that car." given her peanuts for the trade-in, made a whole boatload on the car he was going to sell, and um, instead he made no profit at all just to bless her. And I tell you, the Lord's going to lead partners around there. And you know what happened the very next day? The Lord brought a buyer for that very car he was going to sell. 
And I don't even know if this guy knows who the Lord, the name of the Lord that he's serving. But I tell you, God's going to honor that. But I'm speaking that prophetically over you all. I see a fleet of beautiful cars. I see Mercedes. I see Hondas. I see BMWs. And the Lord is upgrading all of y'all's ministry. I see a nice little Porsche there, a Land Rover. The Lord has something for you and for your family. Oh, glory to God, Michael. This is for you. Michael Griffiths, this is a prophetic word for you. Oh, man. Glory to God. The Lord is upgrading your ministry. Okay. Let's move on. In this stream, we are going to pray for Michael Griffiths. Last I talked to Michael, not this morning, but... uh, He was the instigator behind 40 Days of Hope for California and mobilized the state for the 40 Days of Hope to pray and fast for California. And we talked, and he said, I have hope. And we talked about some challenges we were facing and some of the the junk we saw in the state that we needed to deal with. And he said, let's let's focus on this prayer and fasting because I know that at the end of it, it's all going to change. And I mm-hmm. felt that was a word from the Lord. And, I knew and, and it gave me such hope, and we focused in on the prayer and fasting. But some way, times God's ways are not our ways. Sometimes he allows the devil to make a move because, like he said with Samson, he let Samson marry a Philistine woman and even directed him to do that. Go figure. Because he was looking for an opportunity to provoke Uh, He wanted to provoke a fight with the Philistines. Sometimes the Lord lets the enemy move and do stuff we don't understand because he's looking for an opportunity to pick a fight. And, uh, Michael, that's the word of the Lord for you. At the end of the 40 days, shortly thereafter, uh, Michael got a diagnosis of a, a tumor in his esophagus that is cancerous. He also has a tumor in his hip that is cancerous. And uh, they're still looking at the diagnosis. Um, and there's challenging news, but there's also uh, some bright news among them. It looks like there may be actually prostate cancer, which as bad as that sounds, actually is good news because that means the esophagus did not metastasize into the hip, which would be very bad news. Um, uh, so I'm just trying to share with you where it's at um, as best I understand it. And it's still in, they're still trying to figure it out. So we're going to pray for the doctors. But I want to tell you, Michael, um, this is about you being healed. This is about supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles. And God is with you. And what I feel is Nebuchadnezzar really does not like you. And he's upset. And because you would not bow the knee to the golden uh, idol that he put up, and you would not worship. And he said, throw them in the fiery furnace, and that's not enough. We're going to crank it up seven times, and you show me what God can deliver you from my, uh, 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 from my hand. And they said, like you've said, if we perish, we perish. Our God may choose not to deliver us. But he can deliver us, and we believe he will. But even if he doesn't, we're never going to bow the knee. Michael, what's going to happen is you're going to come through this to fulfill your destiny. This is an upgrade for Michael Griffiths. 
so you guys know, and so this can go on the recording, Michael Griffiths is the man who introduced me to Nancy Harden. Michael Griffiths is the man who introduced me to Ben Medell. Michael Griffiths is one of the key leaders, probably the instigator. Uh, it was a movement. The Holy Spirit was the instigator to prayer walk all of California, the entire mission trail, actually physically walk it, repent at each of the missions. He was a forerunner. He was preparing the way before preparing the way was a thing. Oh, hallelujah. And I tell you, now is the time. The way that you have prepared for is now. Now, now, we are going to pray for Michael Griffiths to be healed. Yes, and, uh, I know why I'm on uh, here. Yep, Nancy, you're going to pray first. Jim, you're going to Amen. pray. And whoever else wants to pray, we're going to push in for Michael. Ah, oh, let it rip, Nancy. Father, this morning, we are this afternoon. We just come to you this day, this great day, to pray for our beloved, our brother, Michael Griffin, who has been instrumental in all of our lives. I haven't been on the line in a long time, and I called this morning with one of the things to say is I was coming on the line this morning. And, Lord, I know you've orchestrated this time for my brother, Michael Griffin, and his wife, Annie Griffin. Lord, we love these people, and we know you love them because you put your love for them in us. Now, Lord, cancer is not the word that we are speaking this morning, because some of us have had, I had cancer 39 years ago, almost 40. And that's what Michael is going to be able to say, that he had it in the past. Oh, God, we come Nancy, Whoa, whoa, morning. whoa. How many years ago was that? 39 years ago. 39 years like, ago. She yes, when I it, the yes. launching harvest evangelism in the Bay Area was forerun by Nancy kicking the tail, the backside of the devil seaward in her life. Hallelujah! Yes, Michael, this is yes. so prophetic. This is so prophetic. It is. Receive that word. It is. Your healing of cancer is the forerunner of the signs and the wonders. The new transform our world for California, glory and for the nation. Glory to God. Hallelujah! Oh man, so God, I'm so thankful to be on here this morning to add my prayer to the prayers of my brothers and sisters. So we can come together, and as my brother Ted said, this is a holistic moment. We bring the whole thing that's trying to kick. I can understand why the evil one tried to to mock Michael, but God's going to use what was meant for evil to bring about what's for all of our good. Michael, Annie, myself, the whole transformation uh, ministry. For good, because he's transforming this state. He's transforming this nation. And Father, this today, today, I thank you.
for the healing of Michael, for bringing him. Is he in the Bay Area? Michael's right here. Michael's in San Jose. He's in San Diego. He's in the South Bay. Well, I know he's in San Diego. I didn't know if he was here. But, Lord, this distance has no distance for you. You are right there touching his esophagus and touching his hip. Then stop touching his whole body. And this said, devil, there's no place here for you. This is not the news you intended. But this is the testimony of God's goodness. This is the testimony of who you are. I thank you. I thank you for Michael's life and that he's going to continue to take this word. He's going to continue. I haven't heard from him since I was supposed to be with him, I think, in March. And I, wasn't, I couldn't be two places at once. So I thank you. I thank you for this day. We thank you. I bless all my brothers and sisters who've been laboring on this line, who've been laboring out in the ministries that you've given them. I'm thankful this morning to be able to say, Michael, behold, be every whit whole this morning from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Be ready. God has set you up as his man for right now to show unbelievers who, you, who he is and who you are in him. Father, thank you. Thank you for this time. What a day, this Thursday. What is the date for the day? Today is June 6th, 2019. June, the number of man, June 6th, and that man right now is Michael Griffin. Father, thank you for this. We bless you for this. I agree with my brothers and sisters on the line that I know are praying right now. We are one. We have one voice. We're like that horn that Albert blows. Not one sound. One sound. We remember that when they, when they were going in. When Solomon was getting that temple ready and all of the priests was blowing their horns and the place filled with smoke and one sound came out. Although many were praying, one sound. And this day we say healing and wholeness from Michael Griffin in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. 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 For he was, Amen. who shall believe our report? And to whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root out of the dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief and with deep grief. He t- we turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised, and we did not care. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrow and weight him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten, 
so we could so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own way. Yet the Lord laid him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong, and he and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave, but it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life was made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hand. When he, see, when he, when he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous service will make it possible for many to be counted righteous. For he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. 39. 39 years ago. 39 strikes. Woo! Hallelujah! Glory to God. And it is by the strikes. <laughs> It is by the stripes that you have been made whole, that you have been healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who believes this report? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who on this call believes this report? Mm-hmm. I do. I believe it. If you believe this report, Hallelujah. you can't make this stuff up. Say, amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. And Michael, Michael, I just declare to you that though you walk through the valley of death, you may be walking through the valley of death, but the valley of death is lush and full. That's where the rain comes down into the valley. That's why it says in James that that, that I consider pure joy when you go through various trials of various kinds, knowing that the trying of your faith brings about perseverance. So we declare the greater work is yours, that perseverance shall be yours. You may be walking through it now, but it's, you're going through. You're not going to stay in that valley. And Amen. Get the, get the fruit of it. Oh, it's not present pleasant when you are crushed, but it, it, it brings about what the Lord wants. We say the refiner's fire shall bring out all the dross out of you, and you shall live where we need you for such a time as this. We thank you for what you're doing in our, in our nation, in our state, but we want more. We don't want you to be taken out, so we declare life to you, Zoe life. Yes. We rebuke death, and we declare you shall come out. Amen. 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 That's it. Now you're Mary. Now you're Mary Rose. Oh, man. I think it would be very appropriate for Greg Bennett to share what he wants to pray for. Oh, man. Glory to God. Nancy, remember early on, 20 years ago, I'm up in Oakland, and we prayed and repented, and we prayed for those pastors. And the Lord ambushed the pastor who had no idea we were praying, 
while he was in, a, in the lobby of a hotel about to commit adultery with a woman who was not in yeah. adultery work. And the whole thing ambushed him. And he ambushed was arrested, him. And brought him to the prayer. could not go through it. And he goes, where do I go? Where do I go? And the Lord <laughs> says, go to Olivet, the very church we're praying at. Hallelujah. All right. I just wanted to share that. That, that was good. That, that, that was good. Because folks, oh, man, Greg, share what's about to share what you want us to pray for. Okay. Get ready, folks. So, the Holy Spirit is here. We are so, in his presence. Yes, while, while I was doing my Bible reading over beautiful downtown San Jose in this one spot, uh, in a very Silver Lake, a very exclusive, wealthy part of uh, San Jose, a young man was walking up the side of the sidewalk, and uh, I had my windows down and asked me for a ride to a bus station. Well, it turned out I, I agreed to do this for him. Um, it turned out that he he's in a lot of anxiety because he's right now getting a bus to go down to San Jose with his girlfriend and no, no, L.A. L.A., excuse me, L.A., uh, because they're looking at having an abortion. And so oh. uh, I'm looking, I talked to him about real options and just, uh, you know, talked to him about the Lord. But I want to pray that the Lord, the God of miracles, who has set this divine intervention up, um, that he will intervene and stop this and that his kingdom come and will be done, will that will save him, his girlfriend, and the families that are involved in this situation. So that is what I'd like to have prayer Father, I, I just prophesy right now over this child, and I say Samson, uh, Samuel. I say Samuel. <laughs> Father, we declare Samuel. that this child is a child of blessing. Yeah. Lord God, yes. Father, that he is going to turn the tide of a nation, Lord. Oh, yes, Father God, Lord. I just see you see you you giving a picture to the the, 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 the girl, the mother and the and, and the father. Oh Lord, you are gonna show them who this child is, Lord. Who is this child Jesus. is? Oh Father God, Lord, Lord, my, Lord my, my, child, my. I prophesy him being uh, uh, on the, the, the cutting edge, Lord, Lord, of turning, of solving, Lord, Lord, right yes, now, Lord, we have yes. this horrible refugee crisis. This child is gonna be a prophet that changes that. Oh Father, Amen. in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to read here Hebrews, a couple verses. It says, Who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, and attained promises. Attained promises. So, Father, we speak, Lord, through faith, that you say that the prayers of a righteous person availeth much. Availeth so, Father, much. we come before you to crush, Lord, through the blood of Jesus Christ, the spirit of darkness, Lord, that is trying to kill, steal, and destroy in Jesus' name. Because, Father, you have humiliated these forces through Jesus' death and resurrection and righteous and payment. And so, Father, we coat the Tom, his girlfriend, and these families, and this unborn child, Lord, in the blood of Jesus Christ, and bring them before the throne room of heaven and saying, No, in Jesus' name, you shall not have this child just like you provided an escape for Moses, Lord Jesus, from Pharaoh, Lord, we are speaking 
your divine favor and escape for this child, Lord, and that your kingdom come and will be done over these families, and the great will be the salvation among these families. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. Father, I come to you and I ask in the name and blood of Jesus that you um, just open up this mother and this father's heart to this child that you have created, God that both of them, that you will build up in their hearts and their minds and their consciousness what it is to be a mother and a father, that you awaken up that spirit of motherhood and fatherhood into them both, God, that they will look at this child as not being um, a burden, Lord, but a gift. Father, you can do that. You can move those mountains. And I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you move those mountains, God, and that you move those mountains on behalf of this one child. And we say that that one child represents so much more than that one child. We thank you for the divine gifting, God. And we say, Lord, that the the reason for that she has any any, like, rational but it's not rational, but real rational, any kind of thinking that she has that comes against the word of God, we just cast it down. We cast out all fear. We cast out all lies. We cast out all um, uh, things that come against you, all those lies that have been told about how she can't and every everything that has happened to her, how she will not be able to afford. Give her examples, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you'll bring her a woman like me right by her, God, who had within mm-hmm. that that could have made that decision and said no and kept her child. God, show her that it's possible. God, show her, Lord, that the child has a destiny and it doesn't have to be bad. Show her, God, that she has a destiny and it doesn't have to be bad. Show her, God, that if she honors you, that you will honor her back. Lord, we just mm-hmm. come to you together. We agree together that this child has purpose. And we agree with the purposes you have for this unborn, soon-to-be-born child. We speak life and life until your time of his death. In Jesus' precious name, stand in the gap. We stand in the gap for this baby right now. We say this is our baby, and we call life into it. We call life into those who are um, the mother, that she will see life, that she will understand life, that you will give her God's Holy Spirit. Come, touch her right now, Lord, in ways that we cannot, God. Answer our prayers, Lord, on behalf of this baby, we pray in the precious name of Jesus. And we call it done. We agree? Mm-hmm. We, yes. agree. We, agree. We, we agree. We agree. We agree. One voice. I... One sound. Unity. <laughs> we just say in the spirit, we, we vouch for this child. And I also yes. vouch for this young man, Father, and I bless him. Father, I see that, and right now I see you right now turning that anxiety into intercession. Lord, here is a man who's going down to L.A., Lord, figuring out a way, Father. Lord, and he may not be whatever. You know the circumstances, but he's going because he wants to support her, Father. Lord, and you, a bruised reed you'll not break. Lord, I see mm-hmm. you Amen. inside of him faith. Faith, Lord, that he can overcome that he can be the father, that he can start a family right now, Lord. Oh, Father God, Lord, faith. faith you can't have our kids. Yeah. Uh, Amen. You can't have our young people who's 19 or 20 who are hopeless. Oh, oh man, hallelujah, the salesman that we shared Jesus with. We went to go buy a Honda. God brought us there to buy a Honda. He had me humble myself before my whatever, 
so we could go there for the sake of this 19-year-old kid, and he started asking us questions because he saw Ted and Sandra together, and what, what did he want to know? Tell me about your relationship because he wants hope because he's got his eye on a girl. He's his girlfriend, and we just said 23 years, four kids, and it gets better. And we shattered those lies of the devil that your marriage is going to be divorced, that you can't work it out. Oh, Father, <clears throat> Satan, you can't have this unborn child, and you can't have the mother, and you can't have that son. Uh, 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 Lord, we vouch for all of them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Satan, get your dirty, stinking, filthy, rotten hands, and we cut off the principalities and powers. We take their thoughts captive. The yeah. lies of the devil, you cannot... Father, we release grace upon grace upon grace, Lord, that he will feel your presence. Lord, I feel, Lord, you said when you go before leaders and authorities uh, that can kill you, don't worry, I'll speak on your behalf. I feel he is going... He, oh, Lord, he's going before somebody that's way beyond his pay grade, and I just say that the Holy Spirit, that promise applies to him. And he's going to go to Pharaoh and say, let my children go. And he is going to rebuke the spirit of death. And he's going to look, this, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, he is bringing hope. As he's coming down, Lord God, even if he, he doesn't know the words, your words are going to come out of him. You are going to take control and say, you can't touch him. He's off. You know it. All of your lies. It's all just dismantled. All of your, 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 your whole pattern of communication, your holistic plan of genocide cannot touch this kid. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wow. Folks, what we are Lord, doing, you got we are this. You've got this. God's got this just like he got Michael. Amen. Oh, man, folks. Folks, here's what's happening right now. We are birthing. This is the revelation that the Lord downloaded to Ed on this visit. And Monday, what was it? Uh, Yesterday morning, I woke up at 4.30, and I drove Ed to the airport uh, to send him off to Canada he was back for about a week, and now he's gone for pretty much most of June. Here and back. In this week, the Lord downloaded this strategy of the ecclesia in education, the ecclesia in business, the ecclesia in uh, in 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 the, in, in the local church, uh, the ecclesia in government, and basically aligned, which in marketing terms is a, a, a holistic a coalition to holistically address systemic poverty because a holistic problem requires a holistic solution. And the yes. Lord, this is what is the birthright of Transform Our World. And it's going to happen right here in the Bay Area, and it's going to spread all over the globe. And uh, we are going, this is the gift that the Lord has chosen, Transform Our World, to give to the body of Christ the restoration of what church is all about. We are a social entrepreneurial movement that eliminates systemic poverty. We do not just alleviate the symptoms. We change the system. And we have already done that. 
And we are going to do that over and over and over again, all over. We are not just going to see people healed of cancer. We are going to celebrate the eradication of cancer. We are not just going to see a child yes, Lord. Hallelujah. the eradication of abortion. Yes. We are not just going to pray for a family to be restored, for hope to be restored to a young, probably their post, they're probably Generation Z, I'm thinking, the guy's in his early 20s, eh? Uh, 21. How, 21. 21. So they're just graduated from Cal Berkeley. And those, we are not just going to see uh, a millennial inspired with hope. We are going to see the greatest generation. I just prophesy over you. They are going to talk about you as the greatest generation. Yes. You 21-year-olds, you 19-year-olds, Victor, Anna, Teo, Maddie, they are going to talk about you as the greatest generation. Wow. Receive it. Yes. <laughs> They're going to eradicate divorce. Wow. It's going to eradicate even as, orphanhood. Even as we're celebrating D-Day, when those who were thought to be the greatest generation. Father, no, not thought. They were the greatest generation. God, do it again. God, do it again. Do it now. Do it again. Do it again. From this moment. Better than you did before. And he is turning the heart of again. the, what do they call oh. the, the pre-vape boomers, the, um, the industrial agers, the Nancy Hardens. He is turning their hearts, the 80, the 90-year-olds, the silver-haired revival. He is that, That's why it's popular among these kids. Now silver hair, that's like a hair color. You dial your hair silver because he has turned the hearts of the industrial age of the baby boomers to the children, to the grandchildren. He is turning the hearts of the children and the grandchildren to the fathers. This is going to be the greatest visitation, the greatest generation. How oh, the, co- man, the color silver. The color silver represents redemption. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just yesterday. Oh, where was I? I came out and I hey, saw a hey, hey, walking in. He had purple hair, but it was unique because it had silver highlights. And I said, beautiful hair, and I took my head off. It looks better than mine. I took my hat off. <laughs> I was prophesying. Silver and purple. Oh, glory to God. That's royal. Royal. That's, yes, that's redemption of royalty. Purple is royal. Oh, yeah. man, the children of God shall be revealed. Oh, the crown princes, the heirs with an inheritance to reclaim their inheritance. Oh, Ben Medell, your children, your grandchildren, and all of them. Because the Native people, we're get, they're going to add this to the, this. They're going to change culture, and we are going to say this is going to transform our foster care system. Because if you talk yeah. to, to Joan Swallow and you talk to Ben Medell, you can't figure out how many kids they have. And it, well, wait, wait, no, how many did you actually sire? 
because there is no emotional, cultural distinction between a child that they sire and a child who's part of their tribe. And there I know that's right. That's I know that's right. And we say that 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 value is flooding in. Oh, to our nation, to our culture. Lord, you are breaking right now this paternalism. Can I can I add something to this there? Yes. Go. God put in my heart, and I have my uh, uh, church praying about it, that I am to go in, uh, I want twice a week, one at Highland Hospital and the other one at Children's Hospital, to pray over and hold and speak into the heart of preemies. I just want preemies. Wow. So that, that's what that's my heart is going to go out and pastor all that. She is going to be a spark of a movement that is going to eradicate that city underneath on Martin Luther King Boulevard. She's going to send the captives free. Glory to God. I have a word. And Eliana, you have the anointing to go to the silver haired and to raise up. They call them now retirement homes. <laughs> they're going to call them houses of prayer. I declare that they're houses of prayer. And Ted Haas and Victor Haas are going to go into San Quentin. They call it a maximum security prison. We call it a high-end house of prayer. Oh, glory to God. Amen. That's with the name Victor. You didn't exclude solitary confinement in San Quentin. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hey, I, I have a word for, for, the, for this uh, this greatest generation. So, so I, I just see us as, as a transform our world as us being a kindling. But, but this this generation coming up, they're the hard wood that's going to start the fire. We're going to start the fire, but they're going to be burning long and hot. So we yes. thank you, God, that they are oh, the hard wood that we are going to ignite them, but they are going to burn bright for your glory. Yes, yes, yes. Thank oh, Lord. man, hallelujah, yes. yes. Oh, they are the hardwood. Who did you prophesy are the hardwood? It's just, it's just generation coming up. Just like our, our sister is praying oh, for these preemies, she oh, is the kindling. Oh, she oh, is man. bringing those oh, people who are going to be burning bright. <laughs> They are oh, hard <laughs> I just talked That's to good. Christian businessman. That's good. Right now, his first name is David. He is awesome. He's amazing. In fact, if you need a good mechanic, uh, talk to me. He's worth Brian Campbell for. He is an honest mechanic, and he said, what did he label the millennial? But he, I have this against you, David. You labeled the millennials as wishy-washy. You labeled them as, as, as what do they were, uh, kindling. They burn up right, and then they came out. And I say, your assessment. They're going to become hardwood, hardwood now. May be accurate. But we declare that that is not their identity. They are hardwood. Oh, how little. Hardwood, hardwood. Let me tell you this. You are hardwood, and you hardwood. are kindling that is going to kindle and is going to That's turn like, oh. millennials into hardwood. A revival is coming through you. Oh, glory to God. 
Hardwood is like oak wood. And it, it's, it's even, it burns, it has heat, it's smooth, and it lasts a long time. Hardwood. That's great. Folks, That's great. folks I want to tell you, hallelujah, glory to God. Okay, we're about to pray for Beverly, Nancy Harden's friend. Uh, who uh, uh, I told we have we we have adopted. I adopted her in uh, your name <laughs> <So>. <laughs> because Beverly is pregnant with sex couplets. Literally, she is oh working. Fly, I mean, she's not literally pregnant with sex couplets. Is Beverly on here now? Literally, uh, no. But she's going to listen to this recording. Uh, oh, okay. Beverly is on the front lines of uh, she's a so, she's in social services and she's working on the refugee crisis, which is really epidemic. Um, and she's flying all over and she was overwhelmed and she needed some help, so she called Nancy and Nancy called Ted and we, she's been uh, she's been a fan of Transformer World and now she's part of the family. You are adopted and she's right on the front lines caring for this. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. We're going to pray for her. Man, glory to God. Who wants to pray for her? And I want to tell you, so, you Heavenly know, Father. here's what we are going to, okay, Albert, you pray first. And I just want to see one of the things, here's what I'm repenting of right now. I want to tell you, one of the biggest obstacles that Dr. Ed Filoso says to us understanding, us fulfilling our mandate to transform our world, to work with God, to fulfill his promises that are clearly written out, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, folks, I don't need to get into the theology. I'd be welcome to debate with you, but please do your due diligence first and read Ecclesia, read Transformation, and read uh, That None Should Perish. Uh, do your due diligence, and then I'll talk to you. Um, uh, but one of the biggest obstacles is our screwed-up end-time theology that makes the Antichrist the hero. Folks, I want to tell you that God wins, devil loses, and this thing Amen. is very positive. Yes, we're going to have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, just like Jesus did. Jesus had to go to the cross, and yes, it was public, and yes, it was total uh, humiliation. It was as abject humiliation as possible, and yes, his team was totally scattered. His church was totally defeated, so it appeared. But then the singularity happened, Pentecost, and they changed the world. Hallelujah. That's how it's going to end. Yes, we're going to go through some dark times, like the city of Wadis went through some dark times. But I tell you, the spirit of adoption was released, and those dark times, within 18 months, it turned into a complete and total transformation. I tell you, that is a prophetic sign of how this thing is going to end. Yes, we're going to have to walk through some dark times. And yes, we have some messy times right ahead. And yes, this crisis has already begun. It's right underneath our noses. And it is really, really bad. But I want to tell you, what happens is God wins, we win, devil loses. We are going to solve these problems. The Spirit is going to be the greatest revival. Hallelujah. And I tell you, Beverly, you are going to witness the greatest revival. 
signs, wonders, and miracles. We are going to change as a nation, and we are going to fulfill our destiny. And one of our destinies is to be this place that opens up our arms to immigrants. Oh, Father God, we are going to address yes, Lord. iniquity yes, of Lord. our pride and our arrogance and our American demons that we want to idolize our forefathers. We, can, we don't have to idolize them. We can look at them and say, God used them powerfully. But there is also deep, deep, the roots of the iniquity we're walking in here. We're in the history of our nation. We broke every single covenant we signed with the indigenous people. We broke sovereignty. Yes. We were slaveholders. We were brutal. We committed genocide. We can own that. Hallelujah. We can say it doesn't change God's grace. And we are going to the nation. We are not going to be dichotomized here and there fighting to kill each other. The answer is not coming from the right or from the left. It's coming from above. And there is the body of Christ is going to lead it. We are going to no longer be slaves nor free, but one in Christ. We're not no longer going to be conservative and LGBTQ, but one in Christ. We're not longer going to be left or right, but one in Christ. We're not going to be red or blue, but one in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is going to happen. And we are going to lead this nation, and we are going to solve these problems, and this is our time. And California is going to lead the way. It's leading the way. And there is going to be an outpouring that is greater than the Azusa Street Revival. It has already begun, and greater than the Jesus People Revival. Do you hear that, Angel Wilson? The Lord's going to raise you up to do greater deeds than he did through Lonnie Frisbee, and we are going to partner together with that. Do you hear that, Jim Degman? Oh, man, God is going to use you greater than he used Lonnie Frisbee. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. So somebody pray for Beverly and the immigration crisis. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you and we give you all the praise, all the honor and all the glory for great is the name of the Lord God in our midst. Lord God, there is no one like you who shows signs in the heavens above and in the earth beneath, fire and smoke and pillows of billows of fire. Oh, God, do good in your good pleasure. Lord God, we love those who are, come, are on the border. We love them, Father. Your children coming up from the south, they have cried out to you, many of them, for your hand of deliverance. They don't know what to do, but their eyes are on you. Yeah. Heavenly Father, so we thank you that you raise up from amongst them a prophet one like Elijah, one like John the Baptist, Heavenly Father, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom from on high. Even, Father God, as the Hellenists had to stand up to the apostles for the widows who were not receiving their portion. Father, raise up from amongst them those who, are, those who have the most to lose. Those, Father God, they have the solution, Heavenly Father. And, Lord God, we thank you that our lawmakers will talk, will listen, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that as you sent out the 70, our sister Beverly goes before you. You sent out the 70 everywhere you were about to visit. And so, Father, we thank you for Sister Beverly being the placeholder, and even greater still, because she has Christ in her, the hope of realizing the glory. Father God, do a work in our day that it's worth as when Joshua arose early and saw a man standing. And he questioned the man, are you for us or are you against us? And the man says, neither for this I have come. Father God, do the this thing. You didn't tell Joshua what it is. 
that you were doing. You, didn't, you don't tell us what it is that you're doing. But when we show up in obedience, you work a work, Father God, that only you can know of. Because there is a devil, there is a legion standing at a gate, Gethsemane, the gatherings. There's a devil, Father God, standing on the, on the gate of this nation. And Father God, do a work for this you have come. Thank you for her obedience. We thank you that she knows how to encourage herself in the Lord. And Father, reward her openly, financially, health-wise, for this work that she is doing. Health is what she needs. This good work that she is doing. Strength. This good work that she is doing. Yeah. Oh, Father, we declare shalom. Shalom. Mm-hmm. Shalom over her life. For it utterly destroys the authority and the control of chaos everywhere we go. Shalom. Shalom, Beverly. Peace. Amen. Peace. His peace. He's left with you. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Rhonda Prudente. Hallelujah. You're going to pray for Beverly. And Nancy is saying, and this is the same word I got for Beverly, what she needs is health and particularly the mental health. Because the enemy, yeah. I mean, you can just Because she's ministering. She's, she's ministering to the people who are, are Beverly, working are, with the kids. And she is ministering to, oh, man, Beverly, you have an apostolic ministry. And, Beverly, you, um, these kids have post-traumatic stress disorder. And the enemy, what you're facing is, I mean, you're going to pick that up. That's just naturally. You're going to, uh, right. and I just break it right now. I break that, and the Lord is ministering to you. He's showing you his peace. Your peace is coming upon it, and you are going to impart that peace. But Rhonda Prudente, you're going to pray for help for her. You know exactly what she's going for, going through. Rhonda Prudente, you're going to pray for her. But Rhonda Prudente, as you pray for her, you are going to feel an anointing come upon you, and the Lord is going to be releasing wealth into you in the spirit. I feel it. So you are going to be praying, and as you pray, it's going to flow through you, and the residue is going to be gold, going to be money, going to be favor in the marketplace. Hallelujah. I hope you're still on, Rhonda. Otherwise, someone is going to have to do it on your behalf. If you are Ted, on, Rhonda, you have to mute yourself. Rhonda, are you Ted, I'm still on. We're in the doctor's office. She can't oh, talk right hallelujah. now. Hallelujah. Okay, all right. Well, Nancy can talk on your behalf. So, Nancy, or somebody else, who wants to, who, who's feeling the anointing? Is it you, Nancy, well, or is it somebody else? I'm, I'm feeling the anointing, but somebody else can pick it up and just come right through. I, I, okay. Father, I thank it's, you for Beverly. I thank you that right now you are enlarging her, her whole walk, her whole talk, her whole path. Because, Lord, she is ministering to the people who are ministering directly to the children and to the, the people, the, the migrants who have come over. And that's taken such a toll. But you're able to restore. You promised, if we didn't get anxious about it, that you would go on guard and keep our hearts and our minds. And that's what I'm praying right now, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 for Beverly. Because if you keep our hearts and our minds, that's it. 
We've got it. That's it. And we pray that for those that are dealing directly and finding themselves unable to continue on. They've never seen this country treat people the way they see the children are being treated, the ones that are working directly with the children, the ones that are seeing them in the little cubby holes, the ones that are working directly with the parents, seeing them return without the children. Lord God, and Beverly is put your word into the ones, telling, speaking, uh, working with them that have been doing this work. And uh, she's feeling the burden. She feels burnt out about this. But instead of burnt out, you are able to put a burning in her. I heard somebody talking about that on the line here. You are able to make her hard wood so that she can keep burning in Jesus' name. And I thank you right now. Father, we're so thankful for your blessing, and we're thankful for this conference call. And, Father, we pray your blessing on Michael and Annie Griffith. And, Lord, we're in here in Santa Barbara, and I passed out tracts. And, Lord, let's pray for the people. We pray that Santa Barbara will be transformed also. And we'll give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Step in and step up. Father, I just want to. I do. Is it okay? Absolutely. Go. Go. Father God, I just, I just, I'm here in Beverly, and I'm feeling, I'm actually feeling her. God, thank you, thank you, Lord, for the burden, and Lord, I just thank you, God, for what you're going to do through Beverly. God, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to impart supernatural strategies. God, as a social worker, she has some. Uh, open doors that maybe we don't have, God. And I pray right now through the name of Jesus and by your Holy Spirit that you will give her strategies on that she will be part of the solution, part of the resolution of what is going on, that this burden that she's feeling, God, that you're allowing it for a time and for a season as you are building these strategies uh, to uh, better take care of and to resolve this situation, Lord. We just bless her, God. I bless her from the very top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Everything that she touches will be blessed. I pray, God, that you will give her peace in her sleep, God, and that you will give her strategy. Strategy, 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 Lord, that she will not grow weary, Lord, because the strategy will be clearly from you. It'll be something that she can't even imagine in her own mind, God, but you're going to place it into her by your spirit. Lord, that this will not be a little thing, that this will be a big thing. This will be a transforming thing um, for the situations that she's dealing with right now, for the immigrant situation that we are on the border. And God, right now, I just, as a First Nations woman, have to just say out loud, um, Holy Spirit, come, come and move on the hearts and the minds and the spirits of the people who are making these decisions, who are separating, once again causing causing this uh, black wound that we've seen over and over again in the United States of America of separating children from their parents. We've seen it in slavery. We've seen it in my people. We've seen it in Ireland. We've seen it in all the immigrants. It's happened, God. And Lord, I just pray that this be the last time. God, yes. heal us. Yes. Heal us. Heal us. Condi- con- yes. um, uh, convict us of our sin towards uh, the family that we've allowed to have happen, God. Let, we say no more. No more can this happen. No Lord, more. By, God, by your spirit, Lord, that there will be no a generation more. that will say no more. 
We will not sit by idly, God, but we will pray. We will knock down the barriers. We will do whatever it is that you tell us to do to protect the families that you have created, God, because there's not a family that's here that you've not put your hand to. So, Father, we give you praise and glory for what you're going to do. We, we thank you that Beverly is a point person with some authority and some, some abilities, God, to make change. So we bless her, God, that we will continue to pray for her and bless her, God, as she moves forth. Give her your strategies, we pray, Lord. And, Lord, I just pray, God, forgiveness, forgiveness on the United States of America for how we have continually separated children from their parents. That is not your way. Wow. Forgive us, O oh Lord. Forgive, Forgive us, us. Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us. In Jesus' name. America, I just prophesy to you right now, and I prophesy to all of the political leaders, and I say, like it says in Psalm, uh, it's in vain that you conspire together. It's in vain that you... All of this striving and fighting for political power, and, and where our hands are so unclean, and we say we're addressing immigration, but we're not. We're we're, we're fighting. No. For, we say we're addressing this issue, and I bless you because there there's pure hearts. Uh, people don't, but but on both sides, our hands are completely unclean, and our lips are unclean. We are using these yeah. issues for political advancement, and what yeah. we really want is power and control. And I say it's all in vain because. America is not a democracy. America is, uh, what is it, where you have a king? It's a mon- monarchy with a democracy, only unlike England, where the democracy and the, and the, the, the house, the, the, the par- parliamentary runs it, and the king is, is symbolic, uh, it's reversed here. It is God who is enthroned. It is Jesus who is the ruler of America, and the democracy is just his extension to which he does it, but he has never relinquished his control. No one comes into power except he puts them there. And you are accountable right. to him. You're accountable to the people, but through That's him right. and to him. We just declare that, and we say that is happening, and the king is getting off of his throne to get personally involved to correct these issues. And we say right now, Cleanse your hands, purify your lips, because the Lord is going to raise up statesmen who have hearts after him, who are leaders like Jesus. And he says that the one who wants to be the greatest of all will be the servant of all. And the Lord is raising up a new generation right now that are going to have, he is going to place in political power, and every, they are going to take over, and they are going to ones who have a heart after him, who are truly servants, who choose to take on a towel, to humble themselves and to wash the feet. The Lord is raising up a new generation. So all of you conspiracy, all of you who are conspiring to try to get power, I declare it's all in vain. The Lord is going to raise up leaders that are going to, you're you're going to spend millions and millions of dollars and it's all going to be in vain because the one who the Lord has his hand on is the one who is going to be placed into power. Oh, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, folks, this is what's happening right this moment. Um, and we will occupy. We will occupy once the Lord established. Car, and the Lord gave me a golden car, and he's choosing to give me a fleet of cars. And you are the fleet of cars. Here's the game plan. I'm part of Transform Our World. 
We've been based in the Bay Area for 38 years. And, folks, next year is the 30th anniversary of when we kicked the devil's backside out of Resistencia all the way back to the pit of hell and saw that city transform. And I was there on ground zero, watching it all, witnessing it all. And now is the time. And we are those ones that are known about. Uh, uh, Paul I've heard of, Peter I've heard of, and I've heard of Transform Our World. We are those ones that have been used all over the world to kick the devil's backside. And we are doing it here in the Bay Area, and we are hitting critical mass, and this movement is, it, it, oh, is going to be the greatest outpouring ever. And it's, not, it's a movement of movements. It's not about us. It's not about Dr. Ed Savoso, but we are his servants, and we have been anointed and chosen by him. Here's our game plan. We are building a coalition, which is restoring the body of Christ to the ecclesia. That's our term. It's just the body of Christ doing Christianity, one-on-one, doing what Jesus told us to do, transforming nations, discipling nations. That is happening. It's a movement far beyond us. We are just playing the part the Lord has for us. And uh, October 15th through the 18th is our international gathering, and it is happening at the birthplace of California. And I'm using that term in a Ben Medell-approved way because it's not the birthplace of this region. <laughs> it's the birthplace of the European conquest of this region. And we're going to go back, and the Lord is going to undo what was wrong. And um, this is going to be the greatest conference ever, and these conferences have been extremely catalytic to see nations transformed. And um, I'm inviting you to come. I want you to put those dates on your calendar if you haven't yet. We also have July 2nd coming forth, coming up really soon in Redwood City. We're going to have a night of miracles and transformation. Um, And Brother Omar Olier is coming from Argentina. And this guy has walked in the anointing of raising the dead. Yeah. Entire limbs growing out. Um, every medical condition that at least they're aware of has been healed through their ministry. And I believe he is going to impart um, an anointing for mental health that we are going to pray and suicide is going to be broken. People are going to be healed of anxiety and panic attacks. The anointing for extraordinary signs, wonders, and miracles, physical healings, but even more than that, dramatic physical healings that get the attention of the lost an anointing for marketplace miracles. Um, And also, he has an incredible anointing to disciple the city and was used so powerfully to bring unity in the most divisive context. And, and, And his city experienced the visitation of God. He pastors a megachurch there, which is beautiful and powerful. But what's really unique is some of his most effective ministry is, is beyond his direct sphere of influence. It's pastors who he fathers and serves who are not part of his denomination. They're part of the city. And he never said, to join me, you have to align with me and leave your denomination. He just gave it away. And it is a beautiful picture of unity. And God has used that so powerfully for them to pastor their city of Marta Plata. That's happening June 2nd 
And uh, along with that, folks, we are aligning now. I want you to put those two dates on your calendar. I want you that to was October the what? Give us that October, October date again. 5th, October 15th through the 18th. 15 to 18. That you have to register for that. And I would like okay. you all to, we want to partner with you. And I know we, 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 we run the conference at really basically at cost. I mean, once we get a minimal number, then we have a little bit of margin there. But we don't try, we, we don't try to make money off the conference. We try to get maximum impact, and we want to make it available for everyone. Um, but we also want to partner with you. I know that many of you are, 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 all of you are receiving a financial breakthrough right this moment because of your association with us. And we want to partner with you. We're family. So believe God and uh, the Lord is going to, not only are you going to come, you're going to bring people. And the Lord's going to, I received it. And grab it. He is going to give you the resources to get there. And even if there's no physical way possible, and start by taking the step of faith to register. Start by taking the step of faith of putting some money down. Believe God that not only are you going to come, you're going to be able to help others get there. Now, Albert, for example, you're going to scholarship many, and I'm going to partner with you, and we're going to believe for a large band of your young people to be able to come to be uh, trained and equipped. Um, I'm in agreement. Uh, Hallelujah. Absolutely. Folks, believe this. There is, re- there is abundance coming. It is coming. <sighs> Receive it. So take the step. I've seen it. I've seen the it. days of your calendar and believe God that you're going to come and he's going to provide the resources for you to stay in the conference hotel because he wants to bless you uh, in Monterey with a week there. Man, and he might even give you an extra, if you believe it, he'll give you an extra night to stay afterwards just to relax and to go kick the devil's tail uh, there. All right. And also, folks, if you're on this prayer call, you know what I'm about. And uh, if you've come on more than once, it's because you're following us and you're following me. And I'm a leader of leaders. But if you have not, gone on the record telling me that, Ted, um, I want you to disciple me. Um, I'm inviting you to do that because um, I'm a leader of leaders, and I'm raising up leaders that are going to change the world, that are going to do the works I have done and even greater works than these, that are going to serve selflessly, that are going to take the bottom, the, the lower path that are going to run to a a towel. They're going to say, yeah, I'm a water boy, and they're going to own that. (laughs) They're going to own that. They're going to own that. Yeah, I'm the towel guy. And we are raising up the most incredible team that is not just going to win a championship, but it's going to be the greatest legacy ever. If you've not gone on the record of saying, Ted, I want you to disciple me, um, I'm inviting you to do that um, because that's, uh, that's one of the shifts that the Lord's putting in, in my heart and uh, with Nancy. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet, Nancy, but I know the Lord's speaking to you about this with Albert. Yeah, and I have talked is. a bit. Uh, we are going to bring alignment. And where I need to be focusing my time and my energy is in raising up others to do what I have done. 
And the Lord has given me spiritual sons and daughters. And if you want to be in that crowd, I'm inviting you to go on the record and saying, Chad, disciple me. I'm telling you, follow me because I follow Christ. And there's two sides to that. One is the boldness. I had always read the boldness of what Paul said, but the Lord had me read it in another way, and I read the vulnerability. Paul, with all his credentials, said, you know what? There ain't nothing good in me to follow except that I'm following Jesus. It was total humility, saying, you follow me because I'm following Jesus. He's the one I'm following. The Lord gives us a plan, but as I said, I don't have a strategic plan. I just follow a cloud because he's got the strategic plan. (laughs) And I'm learning how to follow a cloud. All right. Debbie, close us out in prayer. And then, Daddy, if you want to, you can say the ending prayer. And then we're done. Call from... Uh, if Greg or whoever can have the background noise, can please mute themselves. And then, Debbie, if you're on, please say the closing prayer. Well, you say a prayer, and then I want my dad to say the closing, closing prayer. Is anybody else on? I'm on. I'm just on mute. Yeah, we're on. Just got our phones on mute. Is Debbie you on? You called Debbie to pray. I'm waiting. Come on, Debbie. Quite a number of people went off. Maybe she was one of them. We didn't go that much over. All right, Nancy, you get to say Debbie's prayer, and then Daddy, you get to close it. Father, we thank you for this wonderful session that you've given us. Prayer. And a heart, and you are making us all this hard wood. And I can hardly wait to see what you're going to say to us on July 2nd. But, Lord, in the meantime, I thank you for gathering with my brothers and my sisters and the excitement that we are feeling like we can go out now and we can take, start with our own city and take our city. That's how I feel inside. This took me back. And I think about Omar who's coming. Oh, God, we're excited about what you're going to do. This, this, this may have been what in some people's mind the worst of times, but I also declare it's the best of times. So we're thankful to have been here, continue to stir us after we get off this line and get us all aligned together so that we can be one sound, one trumpet, call on you in spirit and in truth. And I thank you for Ted and for the preparation that you are doing in his heart, for the, for the readiness at which you stationed him on the corner, for the young man who was in the, that was Ted, in the car today, and, and uh, uh, looking, at, uh, looking for a car today, and for the young man who was in his automobile when he was questioned. And we've all had these opportunities you've given to us. So we go off this line today rejoicing, rejoicing. Can hardly wait. (laughs) Surely, surely, we are burning inside. In Jesus' name, let us continue to keep that burn until we return. In Jesus' name. 
Amen, amen, and thank God. Go with God, everybody. Well, Daddy, close us out. Daddy, Dale Hogg? Daddy, are you still there? I don't think even quite a number of people went out before. All right. Well, God bless y'all. Love y'all. And uh, 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 let's do this thing. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Oh, all right. Bye-bye. Keep. Yes, ma'am, mother. God bless you. I love you all.